the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey, what a pleasure to talk with Dr. Jim Dennison, a cultural scholar, pastor, and author. He's got a new book out. It's called The Coming Tsunami. And uh, before we went live, he told us about the coldest place on the planet. (laughs) Doc, where is that? That is in Lubbock, Texas, when a norther blows through. Mm -hmm. I will tell you in Lubbock, Texas, Texas Tech, great school. I've been there lots of times over the years. But there is nothing between Lubbock and the North Pole but a barbed wire fence. Yes. (laughs) And And when those northers come through, Dan, you know what I'm talking about. I can wholly attest to that. I was there for for, for, uh, for the four and a half years of my life. And and boy, howdy, there was cold. There was wind. There was heat. There was everything. You get it all there. Yep, the people make up for the scenery, as we say. Yes, they do, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, uh, formerly of Atlanta, I think you said Second mm-hmm. Ponce uh, in, uh, in Midtown. Buck to, uh, mm-hmm. Is it Midtown or Buckhead? Buckhead specifically. Buckhead, just close, down yeah. the street from our, mm-hmm. our studio. That's where yeah, we used to go yeah. work out every once in a while. Yeah, there yeah, you go. That, that's yeah. awesome. Now in, uh, in Dallas, uh, mm-hmm. what took you to Dallas? Well, I came out here to pastor a church, Park City's Baptist Church in 1998, but did not want to leave Atlanta. We love Dallas. I'm a native Texan, but we just loved being there. Ran the Peachtree Road Race every year right by there. Made my way up the hill where there's Piedmont Hospital on the right. Yeah. They call that Heart, Heart right. Attack Hill. Yeah. Yep. Fortunately, yeah. fortunately didn't have to make the ride into the hospital, but <laughs> uh, but just loved the city. Got to be there for the Olympics. Got to be there for Billy Graham. I take credit for both. <laughs> we were there when the Braves won the World Series. In fact, crazy story. I was out on the Sea of Galilee. We had a group that we were taking to Israel when we got the news that morning, that morning of the of the Braves winning. And so we're out on this boat on the Sea of Galilee. We all start doing the tomahawk deal. <laughs> and our tour guides thought we had lost our minds. We may be the only people in 20 centuries of Christian history doing the tomahawk on the Sea of on Galilee. The sea of Galilee. But, um, there yeah. you go. That's funny. That's awesome. What would what would Jesus do? Of course he would. He would have done the tomahawk chop. Of yeah. course he would. Yeah, and then walk on the water over to the shore or something. Yes, I was afraid our tour guides were going to try to do that. They really thought <laughs> we were, you know. <laughs> Doc Dennison has a new book out. We want to talk about it. It's the coming tsunami. Let's talk about it. Uh, what is it about, Jim? And yeah, why did you write it now? It seems. I mean, we're right in the middle of everything. Why write it now? Yeah, thank you so much, guys. There's an urgency that has grown in my heart over all these years. I've been a cultural apologist for well, 14 years on a full-time basis, and really all through my previous life, I have a PhD in philosophy. I've taught philosophy and apologetics at four seminaries. I've pastored four churches, uh, 20,000 members combined. But I'll tell you, in recent months, I've become convinced on a way that I never have before, that there's a rising tide of opposition to Christian faith that we have not faced before in American history. I know that sounds like hyperbole to sell a book, but I promise you I wouldn't have said that six months ago. Mm. I'm convinced this rising tide of opposition, something we need to know about so we can prepare for it, we can respond to it, and we can be redemptive in the midst of it. And it's something that you you definitely can see. I mean, just, just looking at news, looking at uh, you know, social media, looking everywhere, uh, everything is all about inclusivity and mm-hmm. and if you don't agree with me then you are you're a racist or you're a whatever Canceled. and it it's just very intolerant 
for the for the side that's supposed to be tolerant, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Actually, D.A. Carson had a phenomenal book, the, to- the Intolerance of Tolerance, in which he made the point there was a day when tolerance meant you have the right to be wrong. And mm-hmm. we all stand for that. I absolutely agree that you have the right to speak what you believe to be true, even if I disagree. Now tolerance means there is no such thing as wrong. Now tolerance means I have to accept what you say as being as true as what I say, because there is no such thing as truth. There's only capital T tolerance. And that's the culture we find ourselves in. Hmm. You know, Jim, we talked about it. You said it's, it's everywhere. And, you know, and, and I don't know, I know this has been going on. It's almost like it's been brewing. It's been a, a wave now, a tsunami coming. But it's so fast and furious now. It, it's kind of overwhelming. How do we deal with it and and not be uh, those Bible beaters? And, you know, how, how do we deal with this? Yeah, Rick, those are the two options. One option, bad options. The first option is to condemn the culture. It's to be elitist. It's to say we're better than you, that we somehow have what you don't have. And therefore, we are on some level superior to you. The other side is to retreat, to withdraw, to keep the salt in the salt shaker, to keep the light under the bushel basket. The right response, I think, is Ephesians 4.15, speaking the truth in love. It's beggars helping beggars find bread. It's sharing with others the grace that has changed our lives. It's because I love you, sharing with you the fact that God loves you. It's sharing my truth and relevance in my life so that you might want what I consider to be truth to be your truth. And that's how you'll meet the truth. Mm-hmm. So it's really going forward in the spirit of truth, mercy, grace, and courage that the Holy Spirit empowers us to do. Now, do you see it becoming harder and harder to be able to do that uh, without being viewed as being self-righteous and, and whatever? Absolutely true. Yeah. There are really four earthquakes that I see are causing the tsunami, underwater earthquakes, if you will. The mm. first is the denial of truth. So tolerance replaces truth. Second is the denial of biblical morality. So if you disagree, you're homophobic, bigoted, prejudiced. The mm. third is the denial of biblical witness. And for that, we're talking about critical theory, critical race theory that says we are oppressors mm. by definition. And the fourth, guys, is a rise of a secular ideology, which says religion is dangerous. Religion flies planes into buildings, causes 9-11s, clergy abuse scandals. It must be replaced with a radical secular ideology. And that's what we're seeing happening right now. If I disagree with any of that, my religion is therefore dangerous and needs to be canceled. That's the culture where our Cuban friends have been for a very long time. I've been to Cuba 10 times over the years. Our Chinese brothers and sisters are facing persecution. We're certainly not North Korea, lots of places in the Muslim world. But we have never before in American history been called dangerous and homophobic, bigoted, prejudiced, narrow-minded, simply for believing biblical truth. Mm. But that's the place where we find ourselves today. Mm. Doc, Jim Denson, uh, book out. It's called uh, The Coming Tsunami. And you can go to denisonform.org. You can also go to thecomingtsunami.org. And two, and I, I don't want to be uh, a, a Gen Z or a millennial basher, but I read some information this week. You probably read it. I don't know that it's it's hot off the press, but Barna says, that uh, one out of uh, only 25% of Americans now attend a church or are really a part of a community of church, and that basically in some senses that we've lost the millennial demo and the Z demo because they're so convinced that we're, 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 not, we're not relevant at all. And we are what you're saying in the book, which potentially could happen or will happen, is that, uh, hey, we're just we're hate we're hate folks what a, what uh what what a timely timely book did you have any idea that 
where we are now in the culture and the book would collide or did you plan it that way? Really, actually, a few months ago when I really began sensing that I needed to put all this in a book and create kind of one place out of it, gathers together things I've been thinking and seeing for a long time into a place that would be more accessible. I didn't know then what we know now. Exactly what you're saying now about the surveys and really what we're seeing out there in this larger trajectory, the so-called Equality Act is an example of what we're talking about. It's called the it's being called the greatest attack on religious liberty in American history. Mm-hmm. It essentially says that if I disagree with LGBTQ ideology, my position ought to be illegal. Mm-hmm. I have no right to appeal to religious freedom in the context of my so-called homophobia. Well, that's just one example we're seeing. There's a lawsuit against 25 different Christian colleges. It would affect 200 of them, $4 billion in federal student aid for scholarships. It's being threatened by a lawsuit that's going on right now. NCAA is being urged to cancel colleges that affirm biblical morality. We're seeing it really across the board. But the good news, guys, is God is still on his throne. He's not taking notes from this conversation. None of this is surprising to him, right? (laughs) Right. And we're still salt and light, and salt always affects what it touches, and light always defeats the dark. Mm -hmm. So if we'll take this, not as a chance to pull back, withdraw, retreat, or as you said earlier, Rick, not a chance to condemn, but a chance to go forward proactively, redemptively, use my influence where I can. God will use your influence in ways you may not measure this side of eternity. Mm. Dr. Jim Dennison, uh, now I'll take a step back real quick. You said you're a cultural apologist. That, that makes me curious. What is a cultural apologist? Tell us about tell us about that. Yeah, thank you. So really my own story, I think, gets us into that. Thanks for asking that, Dan. My father was a Sunday school teacher, fought in the Second World War, never went to church again. So I grew up in a loving home, but no spiritual life and all but dad's questions. If there's a God, why is there war, science and faith, evil and suffering? Came to Christ through the outreach of some friends in a bus ministry when I was 15 years old. Still had all these questions. C.S. Lewis's mere Christianity was really transformative for me. Wound up doing a Ph.D. in philosophy of religion and classic apologetics, which would be defending the resurrection, the virgin birth, the authority of scripture, which is still obviously very necessary today, which you think of as classical apologetics. Right. But over recent years and decades of come to believe that we also need to be declaring and biblical uh, and defending biblical relative to cultural issues. That's why I would be called a cultural apologist. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to defend biblical truth in the context of sexual morality or in the context of the postmodern denial of truth or in the context of a cult of a critical theories, uh, denial of the Christian witness, the things we've talked about today. So every day I write an article that day based on that day's news goes out to about 400,000 subscribers, 2.9 million in total social audience in which we're looking at what's happening in the culture. Today's article talked about what's going on with Ukraine and Russia, for instance, Mm -hmm. and why that matters and what Christians can do to respond to all of this and how we can pray for our Christian sisters and brothers in Ukraine. So every day I'm asking, what does God's word say to the issues of the day? And how can I declare and defend that truth? That's what I would mean by a cultural apologist. Love that. Yeah, good stuff. Dr. Jim Dennison, check out the book, uh, it is uh, it is out now, right, Jim? That's correct. Came out on the twenty fifth of January. Uh, available, you can get it in ebook. You can get it on Audible as well. You can find it at Amazon. Find it at our website. You can find it at the Coming Tsunami as well. And also check out uh, denisonform.org. I got to uh, check out that daily, mm-hmm. and you can do that as well. Jim, what a great guest uh, you ha- you are. Uh, we'd love to have Where you. Where have you been all of our lives, Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I would love to be on with you anytime. And if that even means might have to go back to Atlanta and watch the dogwoods and the azaleas, I, I think I could do that. 
Okay. I, I, just so you know, I moved to Atlanta from Midland, Texas. I love Midland, Texas. But There's Midland not much Atlanta, in Midland, Texas, Jim. There are different <laughs> planets there. The first spring, watching that beauty. The former governor of, Atlanta, of Georgia was a member of our church. He gave me tickets to the Masters. Wow. wow. I oh, thought, man. okay, this is church. This is yeah. how church should go, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for where you are and honored to be on with you today. Oh, that's that's awesome. We'll pick up with you in the spring. We'd love to find out about the book and talk more about the issues. Be we'll, my see, privilege. we'll see where we are with the uh, Ukraine-Russia uh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. pressure uh, yeah. there, uh, stress, if you will. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 